0: Hi guys and welcome back to the In Fact Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton. We are back again and it's uh, episode two of season two. And what are we talking about today? Well, I've got my two regulars um, and that is Mr Theo Kiriaku. How are you, sir?
1: Right, thank you. I didn't realise it was season 2, episode 2. Yeah, uh, season 2, episode 2. Got some uh, Stranger Things vibe. Let's go for season 4, right?
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, And hopefully it'll be as good as Stranger Things, to be fair. Um, well, So yeah, and we've also got uh, Mr Ronan Cairns. How are you, sir?
2: Yeah, not bad, not bad. Just uh, keeping an eye on the Champions League. This is where it gets interesting, before the Mm. group stages. The most the, the three most famous words in world football have already been used in the first forty five minutes. Penalty to Rangers, but anyways.
0: yeah, I know gifted uh, a penalty. I see, I was seeing it was nil nil, but I don't know if uh, was it nil nil. Uh, I was I was looking. I had a quick look at BBC Sport to be fair. Yeah, um, they got a penalty in the forty
2: fifth minute, so they only need one yeah. one to get back into it.
0: So uh, just the spawny little Rangers they are. That, that is that is. <laughs> What They're known for, and um, so yeah, but what are we talking about today, guys? And um, we are actually going to discuss four European uh, super clubs in Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Juventus, and PSG. And um, but before we get into that, uh, since our last podcast was on the Premier League, we thought we'd just do a quick recap of uh at the week, weekend's actions. Um and we'll start off with Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Arsenal getting off to a really good start. 2-0 win. Uh Theo, what what, what was your take of that game? Uh under Mikel Arteta. Uh, the new signings, uh, Zinchenko and Jesus and William Saliba also returning uh, to the club. Uh they had a really good performance didn't they?
1: Yeah they were they were absolutely magnificent. They were they were brilliant. I was really surprised um they they looked great why Saliba's been in, in France for two years part of me understands because it's got him to where he is but part of me doesn't with all the problems they've had. Zinchenko was outstanding as we said he would be. Yep. Um, he will be a big loss for Man City and, and Jesus was brilliant but what was really impressive was the performance of Martinelli. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, this is with Smith Rowe injured. He's got a clear route into the game. It looked like he was playing up front as well. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't get carried away if I was an Arsenal fan. Palace were poor and Ramsdale did save them at 1-0 from, from Eduard Tedder but Arsenal look like they've built something pretty good, so mm-hmm. you know, and they've got really decent first six seven fixtures. So fair play.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be quite an interesting season for Arsenal. I, I I don't think Palace played too poorly. I thought they weren't, again, they weren't a fluid team, but I think they stayed in within the game. Uh, they, they they made it difficult for Arsenal as they always do. Um, but I thought I thought they played okay. Um, again. Ramsdale made a, a couple of mistakes at, at times. Uh, I know you said he kept them in the game, but there was that point where I think he kicked it off one of the defenders and um, luckily got away with it. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting season for Arsenal. Um, I think me and yourself, Ronan, we, we predicted them fourth, I believe, um, to finish in the in, in the Premier League predictions, which you can see on our Instagram. So uh, go and check those predictions out. Uh, but yeah, quite quite an interesting um, going to be quite an interesting season for Arsenal. I, I think it's going to be, um, a really close, uh, closely fought battle, uh, between uh, four teams for that top four, four position. Um, going on to the next game, and we'll go to your club, uh, Ronan, uh, Liverpool. Uh, a, a quite haphazard start, would you say, uh, to, to the Premier League season?
2: Yeah, that's a, that first half, so worst I've seen Liverpool play in I don't know how long. Um, mm-hmm. They were terrible, shocking, um, so flat. Um, but give credit to Fulham, because they they looked really good. Mitrovic was a, a handful, absolute handful for uh, mm. Virgil van Dijk, um, which you never see. You never see Virgil van Dijk panic in situations, but yeah. um, he was a real handful. Um, Polina, as well, was really good for Fulham. I think, I, I'm not panicking as a Liverpool fan, I'm not panicking at all. I just think we were really flat. Um and I think Klopp will get that out of the boys pretty quickly. Yeah. Um on a good note Darwin looks so good. Um yeah really good. Start. Uh, why he didn't start I don't know. I think it would have been a different game maybe if he started. But yeah, um disappointing the bit like Klopp said in his his press conference his interview post uh post match interview and uh, Robertson as well like the the best part of that game was just getting the point. That is the only positive you could take because mm-hmm. we were shocking. But like I say, I'm I'm, I'm not worried. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's going to be. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think Fulham looked fantastic. I've, uh, you, you you could say that Liverpool looked poor in the first half, and and that is true. Uh, but I would have to say that uh, Fulham really pressed them. Uh, used the counter attacks well, and Mitrovic was a handful, as you said. Not only for for. Van Dyke, but also the foothold defense. Trent Alexander Arnold struggled when it uh, the ball came in from Kenny Tetty to get that first goal. Um and obviously the the, the penalty that Van Dyke gave away in the in the second half. Um yeah, but as you said, Darwin looks good, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how he um continues, whether he continues that form. We have we've obviously seen that he came off the bench, but I think a starting place will be um you'll get the start in the next the next game for Liverpool. We've obviously seen some other games, just to quickly recap, obviously Leeds beat Wolves uh, 2-1. Um Newcastle uh won against newly promoted Nottingham Forest 2-0. And also Chelsea uh, got a 1-0 win against Everton. But two games also won Tyleek, Bournemouth, um, who we all actually predicted to come bottom, uh, got on a first win of the season um, against Aston Villa at home. Theo, you're obviously your arch rivals, Aston Villa. They've not got off to a good start. Um, and but what do you make of Bournemouth? That that was a quite impressive uh, performance uh, for them to get a two, uh, yeah, two nil win. Um, I know it's at home, and you've got to win your home games. But yeah, you you, you wouldn't have said it would have been that easy of a game.
1: Yeah, Bournemouth are still going to finish rock bottom um, their team's pathetic both teams were absolutely rubbish on Saturday if you mm. watch the game the highlights both teams hadn't got a clue mm. just that's the worst I've ever seen Villa play it was, it was clueless mm. um, from, from Villa the starting selections didn't make any sense uh, fair play to Bournemouth I think I like Kiefer more. I'm mm. pleased he's in the Premier League I think he works hard and I think Bournemouth have got some okay players I think Lerma's a good player Billing's a good player but they did good. But that's important for Bournemouth. And if they want to do anything, they've got to build on it. But unfortunately for Bournemouth, their next game is Man City at home. So yeah. we'll see how cut out they are for, for the Premier League. I, I, mean, uh, I mean, it is Man City. and
0: everyone, everyone gets battered by Man City. Um, yeah, but what, what I'm trying to say Bournemouth is... Bournemouth historically if, have as well.
1: Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is if, if Bournemouth go and get battered by Man City... We'll see how they bounce back in the next game. True, true. true. So, you know, fair play to them for getting three points. I think Villa needs to be careful. I think mean, Gerrard needs to be careful because he could find himself um, without a job very soon if, if performances and selection issues mm. continue in the way they do. And I, I think he will be gone pretty soon if it does.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. That uh, that's, a, that's a real possibility. It's a, a cutthroat Um Leaking and, and yeah, even one result can against a team that you should be beaten. To be honest, if you're Aston Villa, um, can end up maybe losing your job. I know it's the start of the season; it's early, um, but yeah, managers, uh, the mid-table managers have got to be careful because. Um, yeah it's it's a ruthless league the Premier League um and one other game on Saturday four one for Tottenham uh, a really good start to the season um I've got to give credit Dejan Kulisevski, who we all uh, praise quite a lot he was probably man of the match and standout player for for, for them um a, a fantastic performance um from them and yeah I think Southampton um yeah look very average at the back Mistakes um are being made. Obviously, you got this Leishu on goal. I do rate Leishu, but yeah, he can't be doing that too much. And yeah, just not watching players like Ryan Sessegnon. How is he getting a goal? And <laughs> it's like he's it's like he's getting into a good position, but you've got to be surely marking better than they did. Um, I don't know what what you've made of that game, Ronan. do you think that um Tottenham are I've got the right blend and right mix of players now? And do you think that they can? kick on the season with obviously Antonio Conte.
2: Yeah, I think we've got a good balance. I still expect a couple more to come in at Spurs. I think Conte wants that. Mm-hmm. Um we've not seen Richarlison at all yet, obviously either. Um but yeah, I think I, I would like to I would have seen him against a, a more solid team. Um Southampton are an easy team to beat. <laughs> mm-hmm. It seems to be for the big teams. It's not often Southampton will pull off a result against a big team, so um, I'd like to see them play a, a more solid team. Um, yep. but I do, I do think, I think I put Spurs in the top four as well. I do think they're good enough. And yeah, with the difference for me between the Spurs and Arsenal is that I think Spurs have a world class coach, so mm-hmm. I think that there's a good chance that that they can push for that. Third and fourth place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, on to the Sundays games. Um, Leicester uh, drew 2 2 to Brentford making a a comeback from 2-0 down. Um and we also seen two other games. Theo, I'll go to your team, Man United. Um I I watched the full game and I, I've got I won't lie, it was a hopeless performance by Man United. I, I think I presume you agree with that.
1: It wasn't hopeless. It wasn't that bad. Brighton played very well. I think people are, are, are remembering that even during the Ferguson era, United do lose first games quite a bit. Um, so mm-hmm. I think a lot of has been blown, blown out of proportion. Brighton played very well. Brighton were very good. Fort Welbeck was outstanding. Um, he, he played really well. Um, But, yeah, I think Ten Hag will have been reminded that he can't be naive. Every manager, when they come into a club, they think, oh, I can get more out of this player. I can yeah. get more out of that player. I think Sunday's performance was good in one sense because it showed him what the problems are and that yeah. you need to change them. United, first 20 minutes, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Played really well. Yep. Ericsson in the second half. I thought Ericsson was fun, was brilliant as well. I like him like that. Mm-hmm. Really don't understand the criticism Lissandro Martin has got for that game. I thought he had a decent game. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's standout performances from United again for the wrong reasons. Fernandez again needs to be <laughs> dropped. Why is Maguire getting picked? I don't know. Dallow's useless. Shaw's useless. Um, Fred McTominay, uh, They 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 couldn't they couldn't build the Lego yeah. house. Yeah. So, midfield you know, is the real problem. Yeah, that, that, that There's problems. There's said. problems. But yeah. what I will say is, Brighton are a good side. Brighton are a really good side. They team. are. No, no, They've I... turned over a number of teams. So I wouldn't blow this per- this performance too much out of proportion, but it wasn't the best start for Ten Hag.
0: No, it, it definitely wasn't. I, I don't think it's a way to blow it out of proportion, but when you're being linked with the likes of Adrian Rabio and Marco Novic, I know Marco Novic is, is now being ruled out. Um, I don't know why the Bologna... Um, like sporting director or president is that determined to keep him? Because if you're getting offered seven million, or t- you could have probably got ten million, probably Man United actually might have taken that. Um, if if yeah, if you had asked for it, um, I don't know why you'd be turning that down because, frankly, he's not. He's he scored some goals in the Serie, A, but as he's 14, 14,
1: fourteen goals in the Serie last season.
0: Yeah, I know, but I, I scored think... goals.
1: He scored goals in the Premier League as well, so I I don't know why there's so much hate.
0: I think it's the I think it's the the age it, character yeah, and and it. the thing of uh, becoming a new club and a new team. I but think. United
1: can't United can't shop in the same markets at the moment because they're not. You in can the shop China. in better
0: markets than Mark or now, bitch, man. You can definitely do that. Like, the, 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 you can
2: definitely the, the do that. Just club in the world, they should yeah. be able to hand money over to anybody. Well, apart from obviously Newcastle now, but man, you need to change their philosophy of transfers. They they always go for the. the the strikers are past it. I can think of it five off the top of my head. You bring in the The
1: transfer strategy is not
2: Cavani. Mm -hmm. It's just that they're all past it. They need to bring in they need to do what Arsenal done, bring in Mm -hmm. a Gabriel, he's just someone that you know same way Liverpool with Darwin, City have done it with Haaland. They need to bring in a a goal scorer and I know there's not many out there, but if they want they want them, they need to spend the money. Yeah. Definitely that it's
1: just United at the moment They've they've waited too long. It's desperation. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get anybody in. Um, yeah. And to be honest, it could be argued that you thrown on out of it on on Sunday, He could have maybe have been a bit of a difference. You don't know. I, I don't see the difference where you are now to Victor Ronaldo.
2: I'd rather put Ronaldo up front.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 it's, a, it's an interesting uh, topic to talk about, and we will talk about Man United in uh, more depth than in and in another episode guys. Um but we better move on. Uh, we've got one last uh, game to cover and that was West Ham Man City. Man City and Erlen Holland uh turned up uh for his debut game and got two goals. Um yeah Ronan what 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 did you make of uh, the Norwegians uh, first Premier League game?
2: Yeah the, the match was the Erlen Holland show wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um just a different level, a different breed altogether. The yep. I I've never seen someone so quick Mm -hmm. off the mark when it comes to that. See that Mm initial five yards. He is so fast. It's unbelievable. And then because he's so fast, something I don't know about you, but when like a lot of the time I'm talking about when I play football myself, (laughs) I'm nothing compared to professional footballers, obviously. Thanks for
0: staying in the office.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But basically when someone gives you a through ball,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: You don't have time a lot to to think about where you're putting the ball or where you're going to finish it or place it. You kind of just have to hit it, like yeah. put it where. Because one, the goalkeeper's coming out, or two, a defender's closing you down. Holland is so fast off that mark that he actually creates himself time to be able to put the ball wherever he wants. And I just mm-hmm. think that's something that you can't teach. Even his small movements in the box. Mm-hmm. See that? see that. Um header that he could have got for his hat-trick. See, the way he just drifted back and then just darted forward. His movement is unbelievable. And see if Man City do that all season. All it takes is a De Bruyne pass through the lines. That is going to happen time and time again.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I I think he's a top player. I remember watching him for Dortmund. and Yeah, he was a frightening player. Prospect and uh, a lot of people are like, oh, the Bundesliga players coming from the Bundesliga won't thrive in the Premier League. But this this kid is is something else. It's 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 a different level. Um, so I think it's going to be an exciting season for, for Man City fans. Anyway, we'll we better move on to our main topic for tonight, and we're talking about European super clubs. Four to be specific. Um, starting off with big spending Barcelona. Um, who might be going bankrupt? Who knows? Um, but yeah, they they're spending money frivolously, um as much as they as much as they like. Um Theo, what what's your take on, on them? What's your quick take on them? And we'll we'll uh dive a bit deeper uh, into into them.
1: I think they're a disgrace, to be yeah. honest. I think what they're doing with Frankie De Jong as well is disgusting. And some of their players, making them take pay cuts and trying to get rid of some players you've just signed, like Memphis etc and Aubameyang. I don't know what's going on. You cannot I don't think it's viable and I don't know how they're getting away with it. I think their business has been decent this summer. I think they brought some. Mm-hmm. They brought obviously Lewandowski, which is which is great. They have brought Rafinha, which is good. But I just don't. I just I'm really puzzled as to how they can be in debt and then they, you know, sell some of their rights and all of a sudden they're okay. I, I just how can that be? I don't yeah. get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't quite understand as well when um, looking at, um, I'm just looking at an article now, um, and it says in 2020, 2020 and 2021, they have a 481 million debt. <laughs> um, so, and I know that uh, Man United and other teams like that have debt, uh, like I think Man United are close to 600 million in debt, but obviously um, it's it's paid off in other ways and, and, and like set us at almost set aside almost but yeah Barcelona all of that debt is on players and player salaries um there's obviously uh, rumors that they can't register any new of their new players um obviously with the Frankie de Jong situation there's a number of other players that are owed wages uh, I think it's De Jong, Ter Stegen, um I think Gerard Piquet's owed money uh yeah it's it's a pretty um yeah, pretty shocking situation that they're in at the moment. Um, Ronan, what's you, what's your kind of take on Barcelona? Do you think that um they will be able to get these players registered in time for the new season? Because uh, obviously the, the Spanish league, I think it's starting this weekend, I believe. Um, if not, it'll be the the following week. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's it's pretty nervy times, wouldn't you say, for Barcelona fans? Do you think
2: they'll get their players registered? they'll, they'll find a way around it through some. Mm. Bribery or something like they'll, man- <laughs> they'll manage it somehow. It's Barcelona. Um, I think it's ridiculous. I think they should. I don't know why they aren't being investigated. Mm-hmm. Uh, further. Um, I just think they're a state of a club as much as they've got world class players. The they ha- I think they have a really good coach. I just think he's coming at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think if he didn't have all this to put up with, then I think Javi uh, would would be pretty good. Like he's he's got that he's got that thing about him,
0: mm-hmm. that
2: aura about him that he's mm-hmm. you just know he's a good similar to Pep almost uh, just that type of manager. Um, I'm gonna come up with an unpopular opinion. Um, but it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lewandowski will do bad at Barca I, I think he will do good at Barca mm-hmm. but I think Barca is the wrong club for Lewandowski mm. Um, I just think that I don't know why he went to Barca I just feel like he's not going to suit their style of play um, he's well, I, I can understand why he went though like I don't blame him for going but I don't know I, like it's just they, they have made good signings I agree with you Um, I just I, I, I didn't I don't know why he's went to Barcelona. Um, but where else does he go? So mm-hmm. I understand why he does go. Because I think he's he'd be, he'd be more suited to a Real Madrid than a Barcelona. But with Benzema there, he's obviously not going to get game time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Frankie de Jong needs to just leave. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best outcome for him. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They're just... It's mental, absolutely
0: mm. mental. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's is, it's is pretty mental. Um, La Liga have um, I think it was uh about yeah about twenty four hours ago rejected um Barca's attempt to register players. Um, I think what it was is you obviously mentioned the fact that they brought in um that obviously sold some of their TV rights. Um, to, and well, the the Guardian is saying it's uh, about 660. 67 million um, euros that they brought in for that, um, and also uh, have brought in a new Spotify deal. Um, but they also had said that it had sold uh, some of Barca Studios, um, which is uh, a thing called placanas or something like that um, and i think this is the point the sticking point with la liga that they're saying this isn't new revenue um as it's uh, Bar- it's tied to barcelona already um so yeah i think that's the sticking point um in in the scenario um and that they need to get 150 million more um of of their their, their debt down um in order to to start reg registering players um yeah, I think I think it's a, a big risk uh, from Barcelona and myself. I would say that they are risking obviously their future. Um, a lot of this TV, the, the selling of the selling TV rights for twenty five years, you are risking a lot because that means that money can't come back into the club. That is there now; they have got it, but they can't get that back. So they are risking a lot. Um, in in my opinion, I don't know what you think, Theo. Do you think that that's a really risky strategy from Barcelona?
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's very risky. It, they obviously have, have worked out that in the future they're going to get some more revenue in somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. that's through player sales, maybe that's through merchandise being sold. I don't know, but it, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. And just one thing that I'd just quickly like to touch on, again, a question I have is, in a lot of the proposals, for example, Rafinha's p- proposal, Jules Kunde, yeah. Chelsea obviously had terms agreed, but as was reported, especially in Rafinha's, Rafinha was told by Barcelona to wait a few days because they were going to come in, think about it, and come in with a proposal. I don't understand how that's allowed because mm. they don't have the money. The Liga can look at that and think, hold on a second. yeah, They're already in debt. We should mm. block them from doing this. And they'll, they'll be able to register their players. Mm. And I was just reading an article myself now that uh, Ma- Martin Braithwaite and Samuel Mtiti were booed against Pumas in the friendly game on them. On, um, saturday because Mm -hmm. they they don't want to leave quite rightly so Mm -hmm. if you've got a contract somewhere and you don't want to go to a club or take a massive wage reduction and you want to let your contract run out you are completely okay to do that Mm -hmm. so i really think barcelona should be investigated i think they should be done by people that are not on the board for example ffp who's on the board Sheikh Mansour. i think independent regulators should come in have a look at Barcelona, and when they're found guilty, I think they should be slapped with a fat point deduction and also banned from Europe because it's disgusting how a club can do this all the time. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely. agree. I, I really don't get it. It sets big... a bad
1: precedent and it ruins the game for other clubs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So there's some there's some good clubs out there, and and. Uh, Barcelona are taking advantage of um a, a poorly um a poor system. Um, and I think La Liga. Actually, you've got to respect La Liga to a degree that they've they've brought in these new rules. Um, and they're not letting people get away with it as much. Um, so I really hope that they, they stick to their guns on this. Um, that they're not allowed to register these new players until they've got the money and the debt is sorted. Um, because yeah, it, it's, it is pretty disgusting that it is this situation. Um, and yeah. It'll be quite it'll be quite interesting to see what um is to, to to follow next. Um looking at some of the players they have brought in though, um how we think they're gonna get on. Uh, Rafinha coming in from Leeds, Jules Kundain from Sevilla. Um, Robert Lewandowski in from Bayern Munich um, some really good players that have been brought in um, Ronan do you think that these obviously you said obviously you've given your opinion on Lewandowski you think he's going to do pretty well um, at Barcelona but do you think these other signings of Rafinha, Koundé um, and a few others that I've probably not mentioned um, but yeah what, what do you make of these signings obviously Marcus Marco Alonso has also been linked um, uh, I don't know if he's signed yet
2: yeah, no, they're good signings. They are good signings. Um, it up, it upgrades our squad definitely. I think Rafinha's like an upgrade on Adam Traore, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. They've got they 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 do have a they've got a very good team. They do. I think their midfield threes that's st- still brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. Gavi, Pedri, and Busquets are all brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know. I think they should sell if they can as well. Like, I'd be getting rid of a Yang. Because um, I think he'll, I think well yeah, his, his he's wages an attitude problem.
0: Yeah, and his wages actually meant to go up as well. I think I think he took a a wage reduction coming to Barcelona, but I think they said that it would go up in value um, after after a year or two years. I think it was.
2: Yeah, um, I think kundi solidifies them a bit at the back, mm-hmm. um, which they need. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like they're, they're good additions. Is it good enough for them to go on and win the La Liga? Go on and win the Champions League?
0: Mm. I don't think
2: so. Mm. Um, I still think they're a wee bit off that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the players and the manager are the problem at Barcelona. The problem at Barcelona is obviously what we've just discussed with everything around the club is what's Mm -hmm. wrong. Not the players, not Mm -hmm. the coach. It's everything around them and I think that's sometimes what what kind of Gets them, yeah, doesn't sound like it's kind of gets them down and sometimes yeah, it, it, it has think. an effect, it has an yeah. effect, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: for sure, for sure. Um, obviously, they've brought in Andreas Christensen as well. Um, to be honest, in my opinion, a, a very average centre back. Um, yeah, I don't think he's he's special, really. I think, yeah, he's a decent age, 26, but yeah, he's a he's an okay player. But is he really better than what they've got already? Not too sure. Um, looking at other players, Frank Kessie, I, I actually do like Frank Kessie. I think that's a decent signing. Um, it means Busquets, uh, you're not relying on Busquets because uh, obviously, obviously he is an older player. Um, so it's good to have uh, him in. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's it's pretty crazy um, what's happening right now. Um, yeah, i will be interested to see. In my opinion, the players that are owed wages um, should be suing Barcelona. Um, yeah, outright... Outrightly suing Barcelona. Um, Theo, I'll ask you uh, your opinion of this because um, it was talked on Talk Sport. Simon Jordan uh, was praising Barcelona um, to a degree with what they're doing to a degree, um, and saying that they would get fixed out. Like, do you kind of agree with him? Um, do you think that they deserve praise for this? Obviously, you've you've kind of um, hinted out that you don't think it is it, it's acceptable. But yeah, do, what do you make of those kind of comments?
1: Um, well, Jordan, obviously likes to stick it to the people. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know what he's like. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, you, you understand what Barca are doing. They're mm-hmm. in a corner. They've got yep. a fight. You you get it. They're pulling out everything. And, and mm-hmm. some players are dumb enough to fall for it. But personally, I completely agree with, with what you just said. Yeah. Players, should be, players should be suing. Players should be doing mm-hmm. whatever they can to make sure that Barca have to pay out. It's funny because mm-hmm. Martin Braithwaite, he was a villain. He was a villain to a lot of us. We thought, mm-hmm. how was he there? Martin Brekway a hero the longer he stays mm-hmm. at Barcelona and takes yeah. their money mm-hmm. because what they're doing is, is horrific. And, and just talking on the signings, for example, I don't think they've signed anyone world-class. I don't think they've signed anyone who's particularly going to improve the squad. I think mm-hmm. Rufina is the best signing. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the players they've Could,
0: bought... Kound is good for his it, age. No, he's,
1: he's couldn't it, good for yeah, for,
0: younger player.
1: yes is a good, good player. player. Yeah. yeah, but he, but he is, but he doesn't walk into that midfield, you know, and that, that's what annoys me about Frankie De Jong. He doesn't want to move where he's not even first choice starter when Bus gets Pedri and Gavi in and then Kessier. So I don't know. I just I just feel like Barca. I think they panicked this summer because Real Madrid won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. I think they thought to themselves, "Oh, we we've, we've got to do something." But I don't personally, Jordan. I cannot defend. Anything that Barcelona are doing, I think Simon Jordan's obviously wrong, mm. um, as per usual with what he's saying. So <laughs> he plays the devil's advocate all the time, Simon Jordan. So
2: yeah. that's that's his that's his role. That's yeah, what
0: he definitely, does. definitely the case. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm kind of sick of talking about, about Barcelona. I hope they get um, everything that's coming to them, um, and I think uh, most people are on the same. Um, same wavelength, to be honest. Um, looking at the next club, let's move on to uh, a better talking point. Let's talk about Bayern Munich, the German champions. What do we think about them, guys? I'll go to yourself, Ronan. They've, they've taken one of Liverpool's uh, front three. You were quite happy with the transfer fee that you brought in for Sadio Mane. Um, but you think, obviously, I think he started off, uh, I don't remember what Bayern's score was in the end, but I heard that he had a really good start to his Bayern tenure. What, what, what do you make of it so far?
2: Yeah, Manny will be yeah, absolutely fine. Uh, he's a world-class player, proven player. He's played in Germany before. Not that I think that would matter anyway. If he hadn't, uh, he's just a proven player. Um, mm. there's he, he's he's a brilliant signing for Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great signing for all parties. Um, involved. So, yeah, um, I think Bayern Munich will do what they always do, and they'll uh, they'll win the Bundesliga. And I think that they're in with a, a chance of mm-hmm. of the Champions League this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think they've got a real nice blend um, of experience and, and some young, younger players coming it's, through. Um, Ryan, Graven, um, Ryan Gravenberg's being one of those.
2: Yeah, the only thing I feel they need uh, is they need to try and pl- replace Lewandowski. The goals he came up with were, mm. were massive. Um, mm-hmm. So... Although Manny's a great goal, scorer, like great goal scorer, he's not a striker, he's not an all-out goal scorer like Lewandowski was. Mm-hmm. So I think they need to look in that market. But, um, I mean, Thomas Miller's there who can do a job as well. Don't mm-hmm. think for a second he can. But, yeah, I think they will miss Lewandowski to an extent as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. They've brought some younger players in. I mentioned Ryan Gravenberts just there, but they've also brought in a young centre-forward, uh, Matthias Tell in from Stade Red. As well for eighteen million as well. Um, they're they're getting they're getting their age profile down, Theo. Um, as well with Matthias Delict also arriving from Juventus as well. Do you think that some of these younger players, uh, are, well, are, are a good thing for Bayern Munich? Um, because they they've got rid of some of the players. Niklas Sula is out the door. Um, there's a few other players that have have left the club now. Um, and Robert Lewandowski being the obvious one as well.
1: Yeah, they're obviously building for the future, which is good because they've been, been pretty rubbish for the past four or five years mm. um, in terms of European football wise. Uh, a Team like Bayern Munich should obviously be competing, and they haven't. They've been pretty pretty weak of late, uh, so they need to obviously look look towards the future. Mm-hmm. The Mane signings absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think their defense is shocking. I think mm-hmm. that's an awful defense. Yeah, um, and I was I actually watched the first half of the Frankfurt game on on Friday uh buying with four up inside 30 minutes. Didn't realise just how awful the standard of football was in the Bundesliga until I watched that. It was shocking. It absolutely awful. It's like men against boys. It was like men against boys were really disappointed in the in the mm. Bundesliga. So I, I don't think it really matters who buy and buy. They're gonna win the league. Um mm. they're gonna win the league even if they had a, a team of 40 year olds mm-hmm. and and man But um yeah, I don't know about buying in terms of Champions League material this, this season. No, I, I, I think... just do not I do not rate that defence at all. And I don't mm. like the signing of Matthias DeLict.
0: Mm. I, I, I don't mind Matthias DeLict. I think it was unfortunate Juventus in my opinion. I think Juventus are a club that again, um have been going through I think they've been particularly bad in the last uh, five six years. Um, compared to Bayern Munich, I think Bayern Munich have been better than them in European uh, success. And I think Mata like, was just at the wrong club. Um, I think he got persuaded by Cristiano Ronaldo. I remember that game. It, it was Netherlands versus Portugal, and Ronaldo talking to Delicht and almost convinced him to join Juventus. And uh, it was a wrong step in his career. It was crazy uh, by
1: Delict though. Like it was crazy. Like it was never going to work at Juventus. No, and Delicht will do well at Bayern because yeah. you know it's a weaker league.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's yeah. a fresh start for Delect. Yeah, and this is the thing. He's he's still he's still really young. What is yeah, he? Twenty three. Tw-
0: twenty two. Yeah, twenty
2: two. Twenty two. So he's got all that time on his side. It's a fresh start, and I agree with you. I think he'll. I think he'll do well there, and he'll flourish there.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think. I think they've got. Um, they've also brought in uh, Mazraoui as well. Twenty four. So it's a very young defense. They've got Alfonso Davies at left back. They've got um defenders like Hernandez and. Delat and also um, Makano. and then they've got Mazzarri. So it's a it's a defence that can grow. Um, the goalkeeper situation is going to be interesting. What they do uh, after Manuel Neuer, because I think Neuer he's he's done. He, he is still a top goalkeeper, but um, they're going to have to think where they're going with that. Um, in terms of teams challenging. Um, Theo you you obviously said you don't think uh, Teams will challenge in the Bundesliga um, Ronan what, what's your kind of take Obviously Dortmund have done some business I think Leipzig look um, pretty threatening this year I think they're the team that's uh, going to be uh, A bit more of a challenge for Bayern this year uh, They've kept Christopher and Kunku They've brought in the young striker I, th- I forgot his name Sesko um, Cesco, That's it um, From Salzburg um, And they've got Schirr-Botschle back as well from injury Hopefully he can uh, stay fit this season
2: yeah, I think uh, I, d- I can't see Dortmund mm. getting second this season especially that is an absolute disaster <laughs> not in a I don't mean in a bad way um, mm. but it, it's a real shame that they signed Haller and now he's obviously out yeah. uh, with uh, and wish him all the country, yeah. wish him all the best mm-hmm. um, of course. No. horrible news uh, but what I mean by a disaster obviously his life is the most important thing but yeah mm-hmm. uh, Football in football terms, say bringing him in, that was their that was a replacement for Holland, and mm-hmm. um I think that's that that's a, a hard one to take, yeah, because uh, I think Haller would have scored quite a few goals yeah. for Dortmund.
0: And, and even though they've brought in Anthony Modest as cover, um yeah. obviously there is a, a big gap in terms of quality. But Modeste still will do a job, hopefully. Um I do think third place is where Dortmund will finish this year. I think uh Leipzig um will mm-hmm. challenge Bayern for, for that top space. Um and one of the two will finish second. Likely Leipzig will finish second. Um but yeah uh, Theo you're you're pretty uh perplexed at my comments there. Um What's, your, what's got you just shaking your head profusely? Just, um, wait, it's
1: just naive, and this is what pundits do yeah. all the time. they just... Mm-hmm. Not,
0: mate, not, mate, we're, not, we're podcasters we pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. this I almost
1: gave you a little bit of praise there, I called yeah. you a pundit fair play. <laughs> they, 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 to they try and ju- drum up I'm, and I'm, stuff. Look than, at the, I'm
0: I'm probably better than Micah Richards won't you, to, to be, be honest mate you,
1: you, you, you're probably better than most of them I'm being serious yeah. and, and that's not even a compliment that's I know. just the truth but this is what they do they look at the season they go oh we'll try and build it up so it's going to be closer than it actually is Leipzig got points <laughs> first week of the season Again, you're two points behind. No no team is coming anywhere near Bayern any Munich. I think Dortmund will have a shocking season. I don't I don't rate anything at Dortmund other than Bellingham. I'm sorry. I've said this for a long time. I don't think they're very good. Leverkusen got knocked out of the cup by fourth division side
0: mm-hmm.
1: the week before as well. I mean, the, the quality is just awful. Mm-hmm. I look at Dortmund this season. I'm excited to see what Adeyemi can do. Mm-hmm. Um but the defence other than Schlotterbach, i think the defence is awful as usual munier is still there yeah
0: he's
1: still at the club no yes he is, he is, he is, he is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but one thing i will have to say is i've I, I have mm-hmm. been impressed by leipzig's recruitment i think um they've signed david raum from mm-hmm. yeah yeah very been, like, good an exceptional yeah. signing oh no, he's a fantastic player um, and keeping him kunku I think
0: that's a yeah, great business. Do you, do you know, I remember saying David Rahm, I thought Man United should have been looking at someone like him. Yeah, he, yeah, agreed. He, he I was
1: completely a top, he was agree with you. Completely. I think He's United were linked player. with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one quick comment on Sesko. Sesko's going back to Salzburg for the whole season. Oh, is he? Right, is
0: yeah. he? Right, okay, oh, that's a interesting choice there. Uh, to that's a steal at
1: £20 million. Steel.
0: Yeah, it is. No, definitely, definitely steel. I just Great think business. sending the back's an interesting choice. I know Andre Silver's there to, to, to uh, facilitate goals, but I just think you, you keep a young player like that. No, and, and nah, it makes go. sense.
1: He's going to play at Salzburg and he'll play in the Champions League with him as well, so it, yeah, it makes I guess, sense. Yeah. You won't get in over Sorloff, Silver, and Nkunku.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about Sorloff. Yeah, I forgot about Sorloff. He's a, um, one that's uh, always forgettable. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Um, yeah, no, I think it's... Yeah, it's going to be a... a it's not going to be an interesting league, but uh, Byron should win it. Um, but I'm 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 hopeful. I I, I do like uh, Gregor Kobel and goals for Dortmund. He, he he performed really well at the start of the the first game of the season and made a crucial save. Um, and I think he's going to have a better. I think Dortmund defensively will be better uh, than they were last season. Um, it's whether Terzic can get the the the. Find the right balance um, in 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 the side, um, but yeah, I think Bayern are going to be um, yeah going to be a really strong side even with this transition to a younger younger team. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much more to talk about with Bayern Munich. Um, Julian Nagelsman still still doing very well as a manager, and, and yes, had a probably a underwhelming first campaign as manager of Bayern Munich, but I think will grow uh, with, with with this new side that he's got. Uh, moving on to the next club, and that is Juventus, and yeah, quite a lot of changes going on at Juve. Obviously, Giorgio Chiellini's gone across to the MLS. Uh, Paolo Dybala has left; and gone to Roma, which I think is a cracking piece of business for for Roma uh, on a free agent. A, a really tasty player, uh, Dybala think, was.
2: And I think, sorry, Jordan, mm-hmm. I think that Dybala signing is the signing of the transfer window.
0: Oh, what well, I think he's, he, I think he's definitely seriously, uh, seriously, yeah.
2: it's the. It, it will not be topped this season. It's the mm. best signing in transfer window.
0: Yeah, no, de- definitely. Um, yeah, that's that that's definitely a a very big likely. Um, yeah, he, he's a, he's a wonderful player, Paolo Dybala, a very underappreciated player um, whilst at Juventus. I think that's the thing. Is like I remember when he broke came in from Palermo, and yeah, just just stole the show. I remember he was like obviously the the almost a. Golden boy I, I don't know if he won the Golden Boy Award at any point. Um but he was uh, obviously um highly thought of uh, in in those first couple of seasons at Juventus. Um but looking at uh, some of the players they have brought in as well, uh Bramer is coming from Torino. I think he's a solid centre back, got in the team of the season for a poor Torino side. Um I think he's been yeah, is he's, he's a decent sign in age twenty five. Looking at the other players, um, yeah, not so much. Paul Pogba. Back at the club, um, yeah, Theo, <laughs> Theo shaking his head at Paul Pogba. Um, I think you've had enough talking about him, so I'll go to Ronan uh, regarding Paul Pogba. Um, yeah, what do you make of uh, him returning to the club? He's he's twenty nine, Pogba on a free transfer. Um, yeah, what do you make of his return to the Rosin? No, not it's not yet it? I forgot what their names are again. The nickname. Um, yeah, what do you make of his return to oh, the United? It's the old lady. That's it. it's the Bianconeri. Bianconeri. That's the one I'm thinking. I'm thinking of that. That's the one I'm thinking. Black and white. Yes. Um. I I think Pogba.
2: This is the thing, right? See, Paul Pogba. Mm-hmm. When he was at Juventus in his first stint,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it suited him perfectly because he had Pirlo behind him. He had Blaise Matweede behind him, mm. um, and things like that. With France. Mm-hmm. Pogba is brilliant because he's got Canty doing all he's running from, mm-hmm. right? But with this team, he's got Locatelli. But apart from Locatelli and maybe like, even at that, I don't. He's got Zaccaria got... and Weston yeah. McKennie. Mm-hmm. But it's just not the same. Pogba could. Work at Juventus if he is in this same situation that he is with France and that he is with um with uh with at his first stint at Juventus, but he's older now.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: just think he was given the wrong role at Man United. He's not a box to box player. I don't care what anyone says. Paul Pogba is not a box to box player. He's an advanced sort of playmaker type player. Mm. Um. So if they put him in the right role and they put the right players around him, Paul Pogba will be brilliant. But yeah, is that gonna happen? I don't know. Personally, I I just I, I don't I don't rate him. But mm. um not that I don't rate him. He's obviously a good player, but um I just we'll just need to wait and see um how that one goes. Um mm-hmm. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a um yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, obviously, it is a slower division, uh, Serie a, so it might suit uh, Pogba. Um, I don't think he... He might not have to do as much running um, in, the, in that league compared to the Premier League, what he was expected to at Man United, because um, clearly he didn't run at all, really, in my opinion, <laughs> when he was at Man United. Um, but yeah, it's uh, an odd signing, in my opinion. I, I don't know what other club would have taken him. Maybe PSG might have taken him. Um but yeah, I think it's an odd signing from from Juventus because they've got a lot of rebuilding to do still. Um, I think their situation. Obviously, they've also brought in uh, Angle Di Maria, um, another aging player, thirty four years old. But it's still a, a, a good player. Um, but yeah, an aging player nonetheless. Um, Theo, do you think that is a, a wise signing? They've got obviously Fede Kiesa um out on that right already. Um, do you think that he's gonna have much of an impact? Di Maria, he's just gonna be a squad player. Do you think or
1: uh, i mean it, it's 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 never too bad to have decent old pros like Di Maria in the squad mm-hmm. i mean he doesn't get in over chiesa is the only positive thing at, at Juventus literally mm-hmm. the only positive thing Juventus is a retirement home for average players and old players mm-hmm. um they, it's like match attacks that they, they seem to like to 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 um collect duplicates <laughs> um yeah it's just not not a very good team Di Maria's not a bad player. Um, but I think Juventus will be really lucky to finish top four this year in Serie. A. I think yeah. they'll be really lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah. There is some uh, strengthening going on in Serie. A. Um, I think Milan's just getting stronger and stronger, um, and I think Inter are, are yeah still going to be a force to reckon with. Not even, it's not um,
1: even like how good the other teams are. It's just Juve are just. Pretty average.
0: Yeah, I l- I looked at the squad and I've got to say um that some of the players um they've got they've got hardly any good right backs they've got Danilo they've got Quadrado, who's thirty four um and they've got Disceglie as well it's like you're looking at all those right backs they're just average at best um I don't know also that, that I think they're left back I, I do like um Luca Pellegrini I hope he gets a a proper run at the team um but Alexandro's still there it's so whether they're going to actually give Pellegrini a go. Um, and you look at the centre-backs, Bremer's a good sign-in but there are only other centre-backs Banucci 35, they've got Gatti, I don't know, I've not heard much about him and then they've got Daniel Rugani who has just fallen off cliff at being a, a decent player and he's just, yeah, he's he's never lived up to... They're also uh, signing
1: Kostic from Frankfurt, which it, again it's not, yeah. it's not a Champions League quality player he, he's mm-hmm. a decent squad player Yeah. but obviously you sign Kostic, Jordan and he's mm-hmm. going to go in at left-back, so that Pellegrini is not going to get a game.
0: Yeah, I think the other player that they've got that is uh, quality, I think Vlahovic is still a, a quality player, um, is is still, uh, it'll be interesting to see whether he's just a one-season wonder or not, but I think he is still a very good player. Um, and if you've got and then him in case... Up top, as well. Locatelli's yeah, a Locatelli. player. <laughs> um,
2: I just think he's in the wrong team, but mm. um, yeah... I think Di Maria is a good sign-in for free. I think Pogba is a good signing for free. Like, see, because they're free, I think they're good sign-ins. Yeah. Um, The best piece of business for Juventus this season is actually, I mean, forget what they are getting. If they were even to gain one pound for Rabiot, that would be amazing. So, <laughs> been able to get however much they've agreed, how much is it? Theo's like, just got his head in his hand at the moment. Just can't believe that his club is going to sign Been able to actually just... Gain some money for Rabio was uh-huh. the best bit of business you will have done all season.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, fifty million, I think, is the touted amount. Um, yeah, Theo, we'll ask. What What's your opinion on Adrian Rabio going to Man United?
1: I just, uh, to be honest, Ronan, I was away to sleep tonight, so thanks for that. Um, I'm not, I'm not... Keeping
0: you up uh, with nightmares, mate. That is that's. I'm gonna up have
1: to. Uh, we're gonna have to hit the kids now. Um, <laughs> no, not the kids. No, <laughs> no jokes. Um, Lucas gonna it's be getting. Rabiot is, is, is a, an awful player. He's an awful human being. Um, and you've literally sold the stroppy, awful, arrogant Frenchman, and you have bought in the master of, of <laughs> literally being horrendous as a, as a yeah. human in, in the dressing room. It is literally like buying, it's like combining Pogba and, and Martial. And you've got a child. It's rabio uh, Rabio's not technically gifted. Yeah. He's not quick. He's not good on the ball. He's not. He doesn't score goals. He's useless. Yeah. Um, so it's it will be. It will go down as one of the worst Man United signings I've ever seen in my lifetime.
0: Yeah. The the only strong points is that he can header the ball um, and that he's got a wee bit of a strength to him. But yeah, he's not a progressive player. Um, and at age twenty seven. Uh, he's yeah, he's definitely wasted his prime. Um, in his in, in his career, and yeah, the the attitude problems, his mother being a massive problem as well. Um, she really is the an evil worst person I've heard. Um, and I would not be wanting to deal with her if I was Eric Ten Hag. I, I, I was saying to you, Theo, I could see Eric Ten Hag going to the board and crying because he's been bullied off ravio's mum. to be
1: honest, to be honest, the, the, the thing is. Unless Ten Hag's got this master vision, he he's mm-hmm. called him. He wants Rabiot, so I'm 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 really surprised. I, I'm I, so proud. to be honest. Yeah. I prefer not to comment. My blood blood levels just boil.
2: <laughs> yeah, just, I was definitely. I was, I was waiting for Theo to make some mental comparison about Rabio and call him like a Tesco bag or something like uh, that.
0: I mean, I mean, he did, he did. Yeah, it's it's just he's combined Martial and. Uh, Pogba to to make a child of or so yeah, I mean that's not that's not an awful comparison. I think that's a pretty accurate one. To be fair, you that's can, probably one of the can. most accurate ones he's done. Anyway. To our next club, and we are going to talk about PSG, a club that is also very interesting indeed. Um, Killian Kylian Mbappe, um, ridiculous amounts of money, which is not surprising at all. Um, and making him almost like a board member, um, of that football club. Um, they've brought in uh, a man, um, that is very good at a. Uh, doing business as well. Um, I'm trying to remember his name again. Um, The guy that was at Lille, Um, oh it's Campos Campos yes Luis Campos that's it Um, yeah and he is a very good uh, sporting director indeed so um, some wise decisions made from PSG in terms of a footballing level um, of bringing him in uh, to do their transfer business Um, they've brought some good players in Uh, Renato Sanchez is through the door Um, obviously had a good stint at Lille they've got the young um man from Porto i' trying to think of his name again
2: Virginia. as well Vitinha. Yeah.
0: yeah um also a, a, a talented uh, young central midfielder um and yeah i think it's going to be um obviously got some older players out the door as well as we mentioned um mr Di Maria is out the door um and also a few <laughs> few other players have gone um as well uh bringing in in, in defense as well Nordin mucchiele who I, I think um I've rated highly for a long time. Um I think he's one of the be- the one was one of the best centre backs in the Bundesliga or um a transitional player to a right back as well. Um and was a fantastic player for RB Leipzig. Um they've brought in H- Hugo Ikitike as well, who we mentioned Newcastle were linked with, but they've brought him in. Um and I remember you said that it was a poor decision uh, from his point of view, Theo. I remember you saying that. Um and Nuno Mensch is. Officially signed as well. Um, obviously he was, uh, I think, on loan there. Um, so yeah, what do what do you make of their business so far, guys? And do you see anything more happening with PSG? Um, Ronan, what, what do you make of uh Campos's first signings through the door for PSG? Yeah,
2: I think Ronaldo Sanchez is a good player. Mukieli mm-hmm. is a good player. Um, who else did you say? Sorry.
0: Um, it's Vitinha obviously. Vatinya, yeah. yeah. And Akatiki is also
2: coming. through Iketike. I agree. Akatiki is a good backup. Yeah. Um, he's not going. To, he's not going to see any game time with the front three. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them gets injured. He's a good player to have as a backup, but I think he's ruined his career by going there. But mm. um,
0: Steel froze uh i don't know possibly yeah quite yeah yeah <laughs> that's a pretty funny put- uh, <laughs> i'm gonna have to take a photo of that oh no he's gone no <laughs> Leo, you your for a second mate and your face was just like sort of blank face it was hilarious <laughs> um i'll need to cut and get a photo of you for later um yeah that's gonna be going to just distract me. i'm gonna just put on that <laughs> that's gonna be hilarious um no but yeah, yeah. Some some um, good signings, as you said. But
2: they yeah. they they've got serious. Like you can see, PSG are trying to really get serious now mm. about football in their the Champions League. Mm. Um, the question for me is, is the manager the right man for the job? Um, that we'll need to wait and see. Um, to me, now I could be completely wrong here, and I'll mm. completely eat my words. If, if I get this wrong, but to me, it just looks like another French manager who knows French mm. football, who's going to win the French league.
0: Yeah,
2: it doesn't. It. Like, I mean, I know they tried Pochettino, who I still believe is a top class, world class manager. I just don't think PSG was the right club for him. Mm. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I might be completely wrong, and he might completely understand that PSG team and get them playing brilliant football. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got the players to do that. Yeah. I think it's a big season for Messi because he was quiet last season. Um, Mbappe will do; what he always does. Um, Neymar, I don't know. Um, when he's not injured, he's just he's out. Part he's not interested in football. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, if I'm PSG, I try to sell him because I would try and get some money for what they paid for him back um, because I think he's a waste of space. It's a shame because he's a very good footballer. But even at that, on the pitch, I never think his body language is great. He he overruns the ball sometimes and Mm. doesn't pass and then he'll lose the ball and then he can't be bothered running back and getting it. He just... His his complete body language is completely wrong. So yeah, I'd look to try and sell him if I could. I I um, I,
0: d- I think you're going to struggle to sell someone like Neymar. I know right? it ridiculous know. amount of wages. Um, I would have said Barcelona, but well, yeah, who knows? Yeah, probably them. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think with um, Neymar, I think Newcastle would have been mother one, but they look like they're doing smart business rather than. Uh, going out and saying if uh, if Abramovich was still at
2: Chelsea, I would have said Chelsea, but
0: not now. Yeah, not now, no. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be quite hard to shift Neymar, um, to, to any other club until he is a free agent. I think that's gonna be you're gonna to have to wait till his contract runs down, and um, PSG. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see who they bring bring in, and also I I, I like the appointment of Galte. I think he it's proven that he's done it at Lille. He did it at um, nice as well Um, Obviously winning The division Two years running yeah. um, Or not You're not, right Not winning yeah. Two years running But doing very well With Nice Sorry Um, To, to get second
2: You're right And I totally agree With you But mm-hmm. That's France yeah. Yes You're looking for Europe That's yeah. my only of That's course. the only thing I say about it Yeah,
0: yeah. Of course No no I, I definitely um Agree in that In that way as well As you said Um, Theo do you think The, the right appointment Would have been Someone like Zinedine Zidane, do you think that might have been a better option as, as a manager for, for what Ronan's saying in terms of uh, European success? Or do you, what, what do you make of the Galtier appointment?
1: I go against Ronan on this, I'm afraid. I think Galtier is the best bit of business PSG have done in about five years. Mm-hmm. I think Galtier is fantastic. I think what yeah. he did at Lille was immense. Mm-hmm. I think now with Campos and, and Galtier, PSG are actually going to be taken seriously. This is the first year mm-hmm. in a long, long time I actually think they could win the Champions League. And that's all because of, of Gaultier. And I hate PSG. I can't stand them. I think they're everything wrong with football. But I actually think Gautier is someone who he knows what he wants. Pochettino was wishy-washy. He mm-hmm. bowed down to the players' commands too much. Mm-hmm. Um Gautier, look at his signings. Like he hasn't gone out and bought superstars. Mm-hmm. Like Etike is is one for the future. Vitinia is one for the future. And he's Mm -hmm. going to work with what he's got. That performance that they they put in against Clermont on um, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lagoon. That's the best I've seen PSG play in a long, long time. So Mm -hmm. Galtier is a a supreme manager. Campos is a supreme recruiter. So I'd I'd, I'd I'd love Galtier to to do well. I really I don't like Zidane. Mm -hmm. I don't like Zidane personally. I don't think he's done anything. I think that was all players. Mm -hmm. That's just me. But um, I like, I love the Galtier appointment. I
0: really no, do. I, no, I, I kind of agree with you. I'm, I'm really shocked that no one else went for uh, Campos, um, because of the success he's had, um, as a sporting director even previously. Um, to, to his Leal days, I believe he was, um, involved at a few other clubs. I think it was Sevilla, I want to say, or um, he was, he was some way, uh, a team in Spain as well. Um, yeah, I think it's an interesting, um. Yeah, it's it's interesting now. I think I think PSG have got um, some future behind them. Uh not just signing um ready made stars, um, they're signing younger players, uh, hungry players and players want wanting to prove themselves. And I st- I still think there'll be some more signings uh, through the door for them. Um I've heard that Tilo Kerr is gonna be out the door soon, um as well. I think he's do West Ham. Yeah, I've heard West Ham. Um I think He's a, he's a replacement for Issa Diop, I believe. I think he's going to Fulham. Uh, so, Tilo Kerra is that replacement. Um, uh, so, I think there'll be a few more signings, especially in defence. I think uh, centre-back will be another place that they look to strengthen further, um, along with Marquinhos, Pesno, Campembe and obviously Michele. Um, But I think they'll be looking to bring uh, another one in. Um, and yeah, I think they've got a um, a, a real... Progress going at that club, and I, I, I think that it might take some time to get this team to win a Champions League. But I think they're taking the right steps this time uh, rather than signing the, the ready made stars of Neymar, Messi, um, and players like that. Um, yeah, I, I just want to talk about Mbappe um, because obviously he's a big talking point um, and was a big talking point um, a few months ago when he got that big contract offer. Um, Ronan, what, kind, what, what do you make of that? Do that you think that uh, Mbappe should be having this kind of role of almost as a director um, at PSG? Or do you think it's wrong that a player still playing uh, has this power um, to, to, to make decisions?
2: No matter what club you're at, no player is bigger than a club. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are, it doesn't matter. I just think they just threw money at Mbappe's. And he's just went, OK. I, I don't know if he's particularly still wants to be there. I'll, I always feel that he wanted Madrid. Mm. Um, and I think they just threw a wad of cash in his face and promised him that he's a face of PSG.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All of that. And I think that's what convinced them to stay. But, um, no, I disagree with the way they've done it. Um, but PSG, for me, are like those other clubs like Real Madrid like Barcelona mm. who are just I just don't agree with the way they go about things
0: mm-hmm. no I I, I I understand that I think um yeah I think they are kind of like these these other clubs maybe not as bad um they, they obviously weren't part of the, the the super league trying to break away um and there's other things that they can get credit for but yeah I think given players uh, yeah abhorrent Amounts of money and positions that they don't really warrant. Um, I I, I don't think it's right. Um, Theo, kind of what, what I'll get your quick take on that. What what's kind of your take on that situation with Mbappe?
1: It's disgusting. I completely agree with Ronan. Players should not be on that kind of money. Mbappe's is a, a coward. Um, he obviously doesn't want to push himself and try it in a in a proper football league. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it shows that he's quite rightly. I think Thierry Henry made a comment that Mbappe's is letting himself down. He's not achieving the potential he should have achieved. Mm. And he's true because he's happy being where he is, getting paid lots of money and being good in France. Um, mm. And that is why Mbappe will never, ever, ever be on the same level as Ronaldo or Messi. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think he, um, he might be struggling to be on the level of Thierry Henry. Yeah, fair comment. Um, yeah, he, he might not even be the best French footballer I that, think... that's, that's ever loved.
2: I think if he stays at PSG, um, he's gonna. I think uh, a lot over over the years, uh, a lot of people will respect and think that Erling Holland is a better player mm-hmm. because Holland and, and Mbappe are this new generation. I'll never compare them to Messi and Ronaldo because mm-hmm. they never will be Messi and Ronaldo. But it's that same sort of thing where this is the next two best players in the world next rivalry Mm -hmm. and uh, personally before any of this I always preferred Holland anyway Mm -hmm. Um, but Holland's in the hardest league in the world and Mm -hmm. it's only been one game but he's already proven that he's a different breed altogether Mm
0: -hmm. yeah no definitely Uh, 100% Um, well that's a good place I think to finish up almost guys Um, I think we've we've covered those four teams pretty well um, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens with all four. Obviously, Barcelona, um, we we hope to see something done about their antics. Um, Bayern Munich, we think, are going to storm the Bundesliga once again and uh, capture another title. Uh, Juventus are an ageing team um, and are bringing in old past glories Paul Pogba um, and an older player in De Maria. But we don't think they've got it. In them to even maybe make top four this year, and we've also seen uh, PSG um start to go in a different direction, which I think is a positive thing. Uh, but yeah, quite a an, an odd situation with the the Mbappe one. Um, and being a director, um, it'll be interesting to see how long his friendship lasts with Campos. Um, and manager the the, the manager in. Uh, i forgot his name again i've just slipped my mind again galty that's it i know thank you very much you 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 guys have uh reminded me um of names because i have just been uh yeah i'm tired i won't lie <laughs> um anyway but no thank you very much boys uh for obviously uh assisting me uh and making the podcast today uh theo uh, Thank you very much from yourself um, and Ronan as well. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, don't forget to uh, check us out on Instagram, uh, where you'll be getting obviously posts from us ourselves. Uh, you can check our Premier League uh, predictions on there. Um, see, make sure to comment down below what your predictions are for the the, the Premier League season. We'll also be bringing up more content. Uh, So please get your suggestions in, uh, send us messages. And if you want to be part of the podcast, uh, also hit us up on Instagram through a message as well. Um, And also let us know uh, what you'd like to discuss. Anyway, thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.